0: What's up, what's up? You know where you are. Back with Young and the rowdies, your boy Pat Young. Uh, season two, it's going great. Hope you guys have been enjoying these episodes so far. Uh, you guys just heard um, last week, my boy Trey Burton. Um, that was just super exciting. No, he wasn't, he's not a basketball player, but he's uh, a Gator grading. uh You know, on the show, we just love to idolize and, and just uh, highlight the superheroes and those players that, uh, came through the University of Florida basketball program and just Florida in general and had an impact on uh, the journey there and just really dive in to get to know these guys. Uh, so before we get into today's guest, whom, whom I'm super, super excited for, um, guys, continue to share this podcast. It's been awesome. I love uh, reading your reviews, what you guys are saying. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, this, is, this is an honor. This is a, a pleasure for me to be able to do this and catch up with my, my guys. Uh, so this next guest, um, he has an awesome story and um, really excited to hear it from him because, from the outside looking in, you know, I, I get one side of things in my view and perspective, but I would love to hear his experience and how we got to that point of uh, where he is probably arguably the most decorated walk on in Florida basketball history. Uh, as far as the most accomplished, most uh, weathered to storm, uh, extremely patient with his time being called and just. Uh, the guy that coach Donovan could always rely on um, just always was an everyday guy worked his butt off especially in the weight room even though you know I might I might have called him out a few weeks ago for for not getting into his full reps sometimes and you know I might have exaggerated a little bit you know but uh, you know Preston he didn't he didn't say I was entirely wrong, so maybe there is a little truth. <laughs> anyways, uh, without further ado, guys, I'm, I'm honored to introduce our guest for this week's episode, Jacob Kurtz, aka Jake the Snake. What's happening, my guy? How you doing?
1: I appreciate having me on, Pat. I'm excited to do this right now, right now.
0: Right now, right now? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at right now? I see you, uh, you're, you're decked out in a in uh, triple stripes. Yeah, three-stripe
1: life here in our film room here up at UMass.
0: Up at UMass. Excited for this upcoming season?
1: Yeah, so we're excited. We start less than a month. So first game and then we'll be back. Excited to have kind of a regular season to get back into it. So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm – yeah, I didn't even think about it. You know, diving in on the perspective for you on, you know, the coaching side with the COVID gear and how that will – we'll get to that. Uh, But I'm in Jacksonville. I'm in Jacksonville, I'm here, I'm dog sitting. I got my, my parent, he was my dog at one point, um, and we're just, we're here, here just chilling, um, just doing the podcast, working for campus legends every day, uh, trying to get a good routine, got a girlfriend now, you know, that's a full-time job.
1: Full-time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, ESPN, SEC network starting up pretty soon, so i um, super excited, exciting time in life. Everyone's doing well, everyone's healthy. Um, just excited for college sports coming back up again, because, you know, NFL is cool and all, but, you know, I love, I love me some college sports, man. It, nothing it,
1: like it, college it, sports, it, man.
0: Nothing like it. Nothing like it. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, fill me in on life, bro. What's happening?
1: So, I'm up at UMass. So, I work for Matt McCall, who was an assistant when we were there at Florida. So, he got... So I finished playing and he got the job at Chattanooga, Tennessee Chattanooga. So he hired me there. So I went with them for two years. Um, and now we're up at UMass. We're going into our fifth year up here at UMass. So looking forward to- Year coming. five? Yeah, it's, it's crazy that we, I've been out of school for seven years. Isn't that wild?
0: Never mind. <laughs> sorry. I, I could have sworn this is like your third year at UMass. It's, it's something like that.
1: I'm flying. Dude, yeah. and he's didn't they just have another baby? They just had, had yeah, he just had his baby son Maverick. Yeah. Wow,
0: wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, what a great guy! What, a, what an awesome guy to be working working with, huh?
1: Yeah, he's amazing. Awesome guy, great to work for. I Me, mean, he's the only guy I've ever worked for, so it, it's been yeah. great, been a blessing. So I've known him for let's see four years, so going on eleven years, so. We're still yeah, I don't here. think everyone
0: knows Coach McCall's story of how he, which is really interesting, to how you guys, you know, uh, ended up working together too. With his story, of he wasn't a walk on, but he was a, a graduate assistant.
1: Right. Yep. So he was for, for a GA. Yep. For the national championship year, so he, and then I think he was the ops guy for the second national championship, and then he got into a full time position there, and then went to be an assistant at Florida Atlantic for three years, and then he came back when Coach Donovan, all three assistants left. Um, I think that was after your freshman year, right?
0: Uh, man, Coach, Coach Donovan had so many coaches coming in and out every year. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> so that we, one year he lost, uh, you know, Roblin. Yeah, so it was after your freshman year. So Roblin year. Okay. Roblin yep. Robin year, Robin year went, went back to Texas. Yep. Pitcher Patino went to Louisville and Larry Shott was the head, named the head coach of Wyoming.
0: Yes. Yeah. Are we missing one? Yeah. And then uh, in came. No, Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart left. He left after, oh, he left coming into my freshman year. He didn't, he didn't coach me at all. He he recruited me, but he never got a chance. He never coached me. Right. Which was, you know, different.
1: Because then uh, Norm Roberts came in, right? Norm Roberts came in, yeah. Norm sure did. and and Matt and Berno at some point. Yeah, and then <laughs> and, so after and, that year, uh, Norm went back to Kansas, and then and then uh, then Burno came, came in.
0: Yeah, I need some. I need I need I need the show to have some stories on Rashawn Burno <laughs> and John, or even if you want, if you want to, you know, if if you have better tier. Uh, John Pelfrey stories. Please give me all of them.
1: He's amazing. This is one of like the favorite humans of all time. He is um, absolutely amazing. But if you like think about it, like how many good people we were surrounded with at the University of Florida. Yeah, I think yeah. So just naming off those like so Matt McCall is a head coach now. Rashawn Bruno is a head coach now. Rich Matino is a head coach. Rob Lanier is a head coach. Larry Shiatz was a head coach. Um, Pel- John Pelfrey is a head coach.
0: Mark, Degnault,
1: Mark Dagnall. Mark Dagnall. Coach of the
0: Thunder. Coach Oliver the Winterbone. Winterbone. Oliver Winterbone now is with, well, he's not with the Thunder anymore. He's now working for a coaching agency. But right. yeah, just about everybody through that Billy Donovan umbrella going it's, on to continue their careers and their dreams and, and uh, advancing their career. It's
1: unbelievable how good everybody was and so good and like awesome humans and then so yeah. good at the jobs. I mean, even look like in the basketball offices, you have, Mike Roebuck, Tracy Paff, Jack Paff, legends. You have Preston Green who you had on. You had Duke on who are just absolutely phenomenal at their jobs. Tom Williams.
0: Tom Williams. Mike. T-Dub.
1: <laughs> T-Dub. Another legend. Then you had uh, Mike Hill who was kind of like our sport yeah. overhead, head coach, uh, athletic director at Charlotte, and Jeremy Foley. It's like, it's unbelievable the experience that we have being surrounded by so many good people who are so good at their jobs. It's like for me, like after I left um, Florida, uh, and
0: you know, not so much as playing in the NBA, but going on to playing overseas, that's where it kind of really struck me, like, wow, how good we really had it there. Just being surrounded by so many people that it, it, it was every day. Like there was always just a positive vibe. The everyone, especially you know, going up to see Mike or Tracy or Darren Hurts in the office or. Really, Coach Donovan's office always open. Um, yep. I mean, don't get me wrong; there were the days where coaching had to get on people. You know, right. we 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 remember uh, Rosie. Rosie, uh, I <laughs> <way>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my man, my man, Mike Rosario was having a having a, a, a tough one one day, and, and uh, <laughs> it was it was very interesting. And, uh, but it and, was just really cool to be around, you know, people that truly want what's best for you.
1: Absolutely. Every single
0: day. So, it, yeah. and, it, and it, motivates, it motivates you, you know, that's the kind of environment when you go on to your professional career, you want to continue to right. cultivate that, which is why it's so crazy that you ended up, you know, you think about it, Coach McCall was a GA at one point, and you were, uh, you know, started, started as a manager, and, you know, you're working with him now. It's, it's just right. it's crazy. seven years and then, later.
1: And then also there at Florida was Darren Hurts, who's now an assistant at Dayton, who's in the same league yeah. as you. Yeah. So it's 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 very like impressive to see what Coach Donovan did and what he was able to accomplish there. Obviously, his accolades, but the amount the people that he surrounded himself with are it's unbelievable what he was able to do. Yeah,
0: that's and Darren Hurts is probably even a, a even cooler one just because uh, he was assistant to the head coach, not a right. not an assistant coach, but like in a in a uh, front office type management position where he you know. He knew basketball. He know he deserved thousand percent deserved the position, but you had to wait the right time. And so awesome. I, I I felt so bad for Coach Grant because uh, they were having such a phenomenal year, um, the COVID and, year that the right. got canceled. Um, yeah. I really hope that they can bounce back and have. I mean, lose you guys both times. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, yeah, but but they can beat everybody else. Yeah, and then and then he talked about like. I mean, Mark was a graduate assistant, and then he was kind of in, like, the special assistant role. But think about, like, how many good people were and, like, zero egos got in the way. Like, Mark was the head coach in the NBA.
0: He was the head coach in the NBA.
1: And he was, like, a GA. Like, how crazy is that? Like, how lucky we were to be surrounded by that. I just walk up in the office and see Mark in the conference room and be able to just sit down and just talk to him for, like, an hour, just about everything. Can't wait to get him on the show. Yeah. and He's, uh,
0: He's a legend legend he's he's one of the most intelligent people i've ever met in my life absolutely and just like logical and just charismatic and logical with empathy at the same time so uh it's really awesome but yeah jake let's dive into you man it's time to time to go down the rabbit hole so
1: how did you know from born and raised in obito uh so i was Pretty much raised in Oviedo, so I went, moved there when we were like two years old. So, um, so I went to Haggerty High School in Oviedo, uh, Oviedo, Florida, and then so my high school coach's dad uh, coached at Lake Howell, where Chandler Parsons and Nick Calathis went. So obviously, though mm-hmm. they went to Florida, so through that recruiting process, he got to know the staff at Florida, and so then when I got done playing, decided you know I'm not going to go play division two, division three, and I am going to go to the University of Florida for school. You know, I just was talking to my high school coach about, you know, what are the chances I could do anything with the Florida basketball program? Because I love athletics. I love basketball. If there's anything to be a part of it. I mean, I never thought I would be like a player. Like that was kind of like the wildest dream. Really? Yeah, but I just like had a pretty good understanding of like, hey, like I, there's a reason why like my, Billy Don is not calling my phone in high school. Like I, I wasn't like, hey, why am I not getting recruited at the University of Florida? I just want to be around in like kind of any way possible. So then it kind of happened where through Larry Shiat, I met Larry Shiat up at the basketball offices and he said, you can come around practice. And so I would kind of be curious, what did you guys think of like, so like for that first probably like six, seven weeks of like school, I I would just come and I would just watch practice every day up on like the second level, like mezzanine. And I just thought I would just I had so much fun just watching. Obviously, you see how good like Coach Donovan his job and the staff, how good you guys are at doing everything. So I just found it like fascinating just to watch you guys every day practice and then you go play the games and see like what Coach was talking about to implement into the game. I was like, this is amazing. This is so. Did you get a chance
0: like within that first? Did you get a chance to like really talk with Coach Donovan at all, or it was just like you were kind of in that sense just like just like just watching just an, a spectator yeah and so like, I, you come in and then you just
1: yes yeah, so i'll come in and just like what larry shot said I would come watch practice there wasn't uh like you guys didn't have any manager positions open uh, obviously there's no walk-on position so but he said you're more than welcome to come by so i just come by sit up in the mezzanine and then you know i just wave at the coaching staff as they walk downstairs that was it I and mean, i wasn't trying to like Go sit and goes down and often have a meeting with them or anything. I was just like, I was just very like glad that he yeah. me just be there. So I didn't want to like try to push that anyway or ruffle any feathers with that. And then And then at Christmas time, one of the managers decided not to, he didn't want to be a manager for the second semester. And so I was asked, do I want to be a manager for the second semester? And so that got me more around like the program. You know, so I was around it more on a day-to-day for longer hours, just more than just practice. Like I was around, like during games, before practice, after practice, rebounding, doing everything. And I thought it was absolutely amazing. I was like, "This yeah. is awesome!" Like I'm around the program, I'm around watching you guys play every day. Like this is so cool. Like to be around this every day, I was. It was just amazing to watch. I, I
0: guess from our perspective, you know, because you you came in fall of 2010. Yep. You know, my, that's, you know, me, Cody, Will, Scotty, Casey, all our fresh our freshman year, you know, Vernon right. Macklin, uh, <laughs> and Alex Ties, Chandler Park. why are you laughing? Chandler Parsons, <laughs> Ernie Walker, Kenny Boyan, Eric Murphy uh, there as well. Uh, all of us just, am I, am I missing anybody? I don't think so. You know, Walter Hodge and Dan Werner graduated the year before that. Um yeah. I think that was pretty much it. And I don't know. I think, I think for the most part, we were just like, who's that guy up there? Right, he's like, yeah, like, he's, like, like he's up there every day. Like he, yeah. he if, if you guys have never been to the uh, basketball facility at Florida, we've got our court with all our uh, final four courts on the, on the wall <laughs> hanging up. And then there's an upper floor and a, and a uh, mezzanine area where, um, there's there's offices and you can you, you, over the railing you, you can watch practices and that's where like coach, coaches or the uh, video coordinator uh, records practice up there so coach can like study film and and all, all the coaches can do that stuff and sometimes we, the fans would come in occasionally to watch a practice before the season or scouts or whatever it may be but uh, before that even happened Jake was up there every single practice uh, and it was just like I don't know. We're just like, I think he would come. He, came, he was coming for like 6 a.m. conditioning sometimes too. Like when, I think you were there for like almost every day up until yeah, you got I, the opportunity to come. Like for everything that we had scheduled, you were there.
1: Yeah, because they, they offered me to come. And I was like, if these guys are extending me like an olive branch, like I want to like take advantage of it to show if anything. Obviously, I was hoping something would come open and be like, obviously, if you have somebody who's around every day, you don't have to go outside looking for a replacement or whatever it is so i was like hey if i'm just around and kind of whatever they need or just be be seen kind of like not heard or anything be like hey this guy we can trust this guy He's, he showed up every time we haven't even asked him to so if we ask him yeah he will so that was oh, yeah. kind of like my thinking about it and then i actually remember i was walking out of like gator dining and mark was walking back from class to the facility and he said hey one of our managers decided not to come back would you have any interest in doing that and I was like, "Yeah," and it was like yeah. conversation. He gave me his phone number, and we texted like later, later that day. And then I came in. I met with Darren Hertz and uh, Josh Adele about possibly being a manager. Uh, Josh, another legend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the,
1: yeah. it, it also looked like the managers were absolutely amazing. Like, yeah.
0: Uh,
1: David Mo. Kobe. 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 Legend. Hey, Kobe! No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just trying to say what's up. No, you can't have any gear. <laughs> Colby was amazing. Danny Starkman, amazing. Danny uh, Starkman, yeah. Yep. So it's uh, it was unbelievable. Daniel,
0: Daniel Burkhart lives here now, actually. Yep.
1: Burkhart, yep. Evan Clark. Yeah, Burkhart's here in Jacks. Yeah, so it was like absolutely amazing. It was like fun to be around every day. J Mo.
0: J Mo, yep.
1: So it was like it was a cool experience. You know, around like good people every day, and then I get to watch you watch like basketball all day, watch like one of the greatest coaches of all time with like one of the top ten programs in the country every day. So it was I loved it every single day.
0: When uh when things started shifting, you know, and you're doing more and like you know as a manager from just like on the sidelines to being like, how was it? when you were, like, getting more involved in, like, drills on the court and stuff. you, you kind of remember, like, the first time stepping out there? Yeah, the so it was, like, the whenever
1: there was, like, a, like the scout team, just, like, kind of, like, just a walkthrough or something, be like, okay, you go play this position. And I was like, all right, this is amazing, too. Now I'm, like, actually, like, on the floor or something. What, so that was that part was really cool then um i think there was like one time and i think that kind of proved that like okay if you tell me like to do something like i can do it like hey you're coming off like a down screen like i know what a down screen is i know what a cross yeah is. So it's like you
0: know. oh yeah
1: so like that i think that helped too where like okay this guy knows a little bit about basketball so so you don't have to like completely coach him so you can trust him to do something like on the floor so be like, hey you do this like you don't have to worry about like can this guy like walk or can this guy dribble the basketball or do anything? So to kind of just help things run smoothly there. And then I think there was like one time in like practice, like we were just kind of like dummy defense and like, I like blocked like Eric shot Murph and you guys <laughs> just absolutely like lost it. <laughs> and like, I almost like felt bad because like, I didn't want, I was like, I'm not trying to like go like super hard or like whatever it was. It just kind of like happened. And then I remember, like Vern, just absolutely like lost it. That I, like I blocked, and like obviously, like, like Vern and Chandler, like them together, it's like a comedy, oh, yeah. like unbelievable. And they just were just <laughs> <losing> it, <admirable. laughs> That he like blocked it, and then it was. Did you jump, or was
0: it one of those like Murph blocks? Where because Murph, Murph is a sneaky shot blocker. He like doesn't even jump.
1: Yeah, I don't think I like, I wasn't like trying to like jump and block the shot. I was almost like, I was just like putting like a hand up to contest and like, obviously like it was like a, it was like a legit like walkthrough. So it wasn't like we're trying to like score the basketball or anything. And it just like, obviously Eric's just walking through. So I just had my hand up there and just, it hit it. And then like Vernon, like Chandler, just like walked.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Vernon probably said, you, uh, you friendly bum. <laughs> probably about that 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 friendly word for another one but i'm sure i'm sure he called him a bum <laughs> yes yeah, so it was kind of- you had you had a lot of great moments in in practices and that's what like you know it seemed as though you really started to understand of like how you can contribute like if everybody has a part right. when it comes to winning and you know, even before you you know become a, a starter, uh, and you know have a you know much more significant role, you still understood like, hey, in practice, I if I can disrupt practice in a good way, obviously right. like, like uh you know we're we're running um the the bubble drill or like three stops or whatever it may be where where the starting five needs to has to do you know the objective, and it's like you were always the guy. Like, if we had two two stops and we did oh. that third one, all right, y'all trying to sleep, offensive rebound, start over. Zero. Coach, I was just going to, to say, chill. Coach Davin. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Coach Downey yelling, you know, zero, like nightmares. 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 Like, <laughs> just, like, he just, like, gives you, like, whenever you hear, like, zero, you're just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> zero, do it again. Yeah. Good job, Jake. Do it again. I want you to embarrass them. Yeah. And so like that, so like in practice, like that was like always my goal was just to kind of just like play as hard as I could, do exactly what was asked yeah. to me and just try to like make you guys better, like the starting five or the top eight, nine, whatever it was, just push you guys to be better, whether it be blocking out, whatever it was, like guarding the action, the scout team. That was my goal. It's just, my goal was not to be like, hey, I'm coming for Pat's minutes. Like I'm showing him today. Right. No, like Pat's better than me. The UF is better if Pat's playing over the, over me. Like I was not like, delusional about that, like, hey, why isn't coach playing me, like, my first, like, year, like, man, this is crazy, I got to practice every day, but coach, coach keeps playing Pat, why does coach keep playing Pat, this is, like, so that was never my, my mindset, but I just loved playing every day, like, it was amazing, yeah, I just got to practice every day, and then, so my first year as a walk-on, so it was, that was Brad's first year, Brad Beal. And so, like, we yep. had a couple of injuries. Like, Casey Prather got hurt a little bit. He had, like, a rolled ankle. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm guarding – I'm playing, like, the three on the orange team. I'm guarding Brad. And it's just, <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is – like, he's so good. And then it's like, obviously, he's going to score on me because he's amazing. He's a third pick. the draft. Brad. He's Brad. And it's just, like, I'm trying, like, my very best, but he's just – he's better than I am. But, but I was able to, it wasn't like an embarrassing, like, oh, Brad's giving me right. like 40 every day kind of deal. But like, I was just, my goal was to make him work as much as possible. Yeah. Make everybody work no matter what it was. And then there were, it kind of evolved to, okay, Jake knows what he's doing. He can understand all positions, like one through five. And then there was times where I was playing the five, like I was guarding you. Just because they knew I had knew how to guard a pick and roll, knew I would like at least try to play post defense against you, was it like it would be a semi intense look to try to practice would be able to like function no matter what position I was playing. Two,
0: two questions First, Do you remember how good Brad was when he came back after, uh, after the draft the next year? Yeah, it was like he Bro, like, came
1: back and did like one individual, and it was oh. He did he came back
0: that would have been his sophomore year yeah. and he was working out with like Devo Devon Walker and Mike Frazier, and it was like holy crap he's going up 17 levels <laughs> like he he dunked on Devo like it it was just so quick fluid and easy he dunked on Devo I was like yo it, I was like where was that last year but like I can you we will give you the ball every single time <laughs> I would move out of your way happily if you're doing that to everybody and like, and well, the, I guess the question is, uh, you know, your are learning of the game at that time. Did you, did you take extra time to really learn that, or was it just like you picked it up on the terminology? Because like for me, that like Coach Donovan was, was one of my first time getting like real coaching and scouting and all that stuff. Right. So I can imagine for you, but, you know, the coach has been taking us to the side and uh, we got extra film sessions like my freshman year. With, like how was your
1: process of learning Uh, the game and like a role and stuff. So I think what you know, being like a manager and just watching practice every day. So that's all I did was just like listen to what they're saying and kind of I guess like I didn't have the per I didn't have the perspective like I have to go apply this. I could just hear what they're saying and be like, okay, this situation, this is what he's supposed to do. Like I don't have the the game speed going, like I don't have to be a guardian and be like, what did Coach say? I'm just seeing it from like the second floor mezzanine, like, oh this is about to happen. He should do this. So I think that really helped just like just sitting there and just watching it for a year. And then as like a walk-on, you're not in every drill. You're not in every, you're probably not in the top 10 most of the time. So you're on a sub, you're in a huddle. So you're, you're listening a lot. So I think that helps right. I think to be very intentional about listening. Cause I was yeah. always like terrified that if I, if I not mess up, like, on the court, because you can't really do anything about, like, that, but, like, mental mistakes, like, I thought it was just, like, okay, like, why would he putting Jake in if he won't listen, or he's not paying attention, like, we don't need him to do this, like, exactly. not, he's not here to, like, be, like, a great basketball player, he's here to help us, like, play practice every day and push our guys, so it's, like, the mental mistakes, like, that's something I took very seriously, like, I have to be so dialed into everything that's being said because I don't want it to ever be, like, Hey Jake, we don't need you for this because we can't trust you to do that. Huh. Isn't that isn't it funny that you know that's a perspective
0: everybody should have in almost everything you do in life, as far as like intentionally listening to yeah. internalize it. Just how many guys, we'll call any names out, but just couldn't remember plays. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be in the couldn't could never get into the same starting spot. And then they question and wonder why is coach not playing me? Why why coach doesn't like me? Coach doesn't and it's like remembering plays. That's something you control. Right? You control listening. You control asking questions and being sure that because the coach he's not playing the game for you. He tells you where to be, what to do, the system, and then you go and you fulfill those responsibilities consistently and discipline and do it the right way all the time. And it's like, how can you get mad at the coach and say, uh, this is, I mean, not, I'm not taking, I'm, this is like across the board in every sport and every right. professional, wherever it may be. If, Because if, if, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about you know, Trey Mann, for, for instance, his freshman year. Uh, coach White was just like, he can't, he couldn't get over a screen. He like, he couldn't, because he, he was so small. Like he made a huge transformation from sophomore to uh, junior, uh, freshman, sophomore year, but he couldn't break through getting screened. And he's like, I don't care about how good he can do all this other stuff. I need him on defense. He's not reliable. Um, So it's really awesome that you took that, took that mindset to to pick that up.
1: Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever he asked me to do as hard as I can. to like the letter of what he asked me to do because like, obviously let's say you like, you mess up something. The first thing is like, okay, you didn't listen to the coaches. The second thing is you didn't do it hard enough. So I was like, I'm gonna mm. try to eliminate those first two things off the bat. So it's just like, yeah, if something doesn't work, it's just like I just wasn't good enough to do it, like, or the yeah. offense just made a better play than that. Because sometimes the good offense beats good defense. So it's that's just whatever happened. Yeah. So that was always my mindset every day. And then, like you said, or, of somebody not being remember plays, we'll be like, hey, I know the plays of the two. Like I'll go run these like five and zero. Hey, you need somebody at the four? Sure, I'll go run and I'll do those plays too. Like. And I think that helped me add value in, in their eyes too. Be like, hey, some, this guy went out. We have no way to play this position. Hey, we'll put Jake there. Like he can, he can understand it at those spots. So I think that really helped from Yeah. like, I very ever rarely played like the one, but like the two through five, like I knew yeah. all the plays. like I could execute all the plays at all those positions. And then, you know, even like on the road traveling, like shooter on stuff. Like I could run the scout team fives. Like I could run the five, like st- all that stuff, like no matter what it was, I mean, I'm six, five, whatever I am, but I can, I could do those things. So I think that helped add value in the coaches. I, yeah. That helped my role kind of evolve even more. Yeah. You became
0: like a Swiss army knife <laughs> for, for, pretty much. Do you, do you remember, you know, you know, when you're you know, making those impactful plays, in practice yeah, yeah. is there any moment like this is like probably I want to say like your scout team freshman year and like your first year dressing out do you remember like any impactful plays where you're just like wow like and like we all went nuts again or something like that
1: uh so I think there was like one practice it was like during like uh the two a days kind of it's so like a Saturday two a day so I remember it was during yeah. one of those um I think like I got like a we got like a steal we were in like the press I got a steal I hit a three and like the next possession like I came. we had like a breakaway and I, I got like a dunk so it's just like it wasn't like a crazy dunk it was like a one on 0 like dunk but like everybody was like going like crazy because it was me who like dunked it so it was like <laughs> and it's so, like that part was like pretty cool it was like okay like I do like these guys see me as like their teammate like this kind of like helps me yeah. I am like part of this group um, so that was good. And obviously you guys were phenomenal. You guys were also, also humans. We were close off the floor, all that. So I think that really helped. But then obviously the on the court somewhat being able to hold your own, I think that did help, you know, kind of bridge the gap even more to be like, Hey, this guy's part of the basketball team.
0: When, when did that moment like click for you? Um, that, Hey, like, well, well I guess what was, was the first time you like dressed out, you know, with a, uh, for that, a
1: game, it was I was playing. We were playing Texas A and M in that Sunrise Classic, so I think that. Okay. Was, yep, that I remember played, that. So that was like, like the the game right before Christmas um, against. So that would have been your sophomore year. So that was like yeah, the first game year. I dressed out, and that I mean that even that experience was cool. I don't know how like the first time like I have like a jersey, like that. Was yeah. Like, like so, for me that was like your oh name on God. the back. Yeah, like what is going on? Like this is amazing. Um, and then ever since then I dressed out from every game from then on out.
0: Do you like having that just, like do you just remember those moments like when you like did you you know, you're dressing out holding the jersey in front of you or looking at the locker where you're just like, was it kind of so surreal? Because yeah. again, like it, it wasn't like that wasn't your mindset when oh. you came to Florida. But you know, doing things the right way, showing up, being consistent, being kind, being a hard worker, all those things culminated into uh, the fruit of those things happening, the fruit yeah. of you being there. Yeah. No, it's, it's no coincidence.
1: Well, I appreciate that, but it was like, yeah, so I'm like holding like the number zero jersey so I'm like the bed in the hotel room, like we're getting ready to go to like the bus. I'm like, holy cow, this is like pretty cool. <laughs> like, this is, like, like I'm, like, part of, like, the Florida basketball team. Like, who would have ever, like, yeah. I would have never, like, dreamed, like, this was going to take place. But I was, like, obviously, I always, like, hoped it would happen, like, just by showing up every day. But then I was, like, it's actually, like, here. Like, this is amazing. But then it was, like, also, yeah. like, okay, like, I can't do anything to ever, like, get this, like, taken away. So that's where I always was. So that's kind of, like, what my – mindset was like hey like don't ever like obviously like enjoy it like this is amazing that it's happening let's not get complacent or whatever it is to let this like take away and kind of be at the end of the year be like Jake thank you for this year but we don't need you back
0: yeah yeah (laughs) I mean it had to be just so crazy I guess my sophomore year do you remember just like you know going through the year and like did it really just when did it really really click for you that I am, like, I belong, I'm here, like, like, not, of course, because there, there can still be some hesitation and the confidence of, like, that you earned it, that you're not there by mistake, but when, when did you, you like, and then, and then human nature comes in, human, human. nature, human, human nature, <laughs> uh, and, like, there's a part that there can be, complacency can come in once, once you, like, feel, once a person feels as though they made it. Some complacency can be like, okay, I don't need to continue to do all those things that got me here, or like continue to work. But you never had a dip in that. You continued to still be that guy that showed up every single day, you know. it? And it seems like the answer is, you know, you just had so much gratitude, right? Uh, which really helped, and you and you just loved it. You just loved the environment, having for, for Coach Donovan just the opportunity. Uh, but was there ever like, did you ever feel like you had to fight human nature? along that way of continuing to do those those because you could you did help there were many times uh that you disrupted practice or (laughs) extended practice or were on the scout team or whatever and just affected and made us get better challenged us mentally uh because we just like didn't want to come practice that day or just we're slacking off or whatever it may be and you just like You didn't care. You're like, I'm 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 here. I'm here. I'm here to You're like, I'm here to like impact, make an impact today. So I don't care what you guys are doing. I'm here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So like the one time, so like my freshman year, my first year playing. So a time it like really clicked is like the first time like coach Don and like really got on me in practice for being like out of, out of like position where I was just like, okay, this guy like cares enough to like yell at me for do, messing up. So he doesn't see me as like a throwaway. Like he wants me to actually awesome. participate. Um, he wants me to be involved in this. So there's like two times. So it really clicked. The like coach Diamond like yelled at me for being in like the wrong spot in practice. So I was like, okay, this guy does not see me as like a throwaway walk on. Like he's actually like taking the time to like coach me where I was like, all right, yeah. this is pretty cool. Like coach Diamond's like coaching me hard in practice right now. So it's like, I gotta keep pushing. So I think that was the part where I was like, I really, like, really felt that like, okay, like I'm part of this team because like he's taking his time to invest in me and waste his energy, not waste his energy, but put his energy into me in practice to make sure it looks good. And probably the complacency was probably sort of been um uh, my junior year, so your senior year. We like we scrimmaged like Georgia Tech. Remember like oh, yeah. this culture yeah. is tech. So like that summer and fall, like I felt like I was getting a lot better. I was working hard with Preston. Like my body changed a lot. I was working hard. I felt like I was getting a lot better. And then in practices, like I felt like I was like playing, like I belonged out there playing. I wasn't like the greatest out there, but like, I wasn't like somebody you just pick on like, Oh, go at Jake. Like I felt like yeah, I it was, yeah. So yeah. like, um, so we played Georgia Tech, we had a couple of guys who didn't play, so like I had to play a lot and I actually played like pretty well, played in that one. So then we had our, then we had our exhibition game where like I, I started because Will was out with his, with the knee. So I actually yeah. started the exhibition, I think I had like close to like a double double. We didn't play wow. great, but like, I was like, okay, like I proved that like, you know I can play a little bit. Like I'm not some bum that like I can play. Yeah. And so like, I remember like the, like the two practices later, we're doing like the scout team for our first game of the year. And then coach Donovan says like, name out the teams. And he's like, and Jake go on the black, take your jersey off and go on the blacks, the scout team. I was like, man, this guy really doesn't think I can play. I was like, I played well against Georgia Tech. Like I played well in the scrimmage. I was like, this guy really doesn't think I can play. Like, what do I gotta do? And so like that that day kind of like mm. when we're walking through that, that kind of was like, what? Uh. And so I think like, I didn't think I was like outwardly showing it, but now when I'm thinking back, it probably like was because I remember like Mark, like walking by and saying like, good job today. Like way to work. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. And then I remember like Pell said, like, are you are you paying attention? I was like, yeah, I'm coming off this down screen. And then, And then I'm gonna reverse to him, and then I'm gonna cut through. And he's like, no, 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 to like what we're doing defensively, because like you're gonna play. I was like, I kind of like didn't brush him off, but I was like, kind of wasn't as like engaged as I should have been, like talking to Mark and then Pell about it. And I kind of like feel bad, and I don't like thinking about it, because I was like, yeah, 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 yeah." like, yeah, like Pat's gonna come over. They're gonna down this pick and roll, and this these guys are pulling over. We're gonna rotate out of it. Kind of like say like very like nonchalantly like when I was talking to pal about it and then like during it coach Donovan like two plays later is like walking around. He says like, Jake, are you, you're paying attention, right? I was like, yes. He's like, cause I'm trusting you right now that you can pay attention to what we're doing defensively, but still run these plays. Like I'm trusting you cause you're going to play. And I was like, for like that was like 20 minutes. Like I was like in my feelings. I was wow. like, I was like, what am I doing? Like, how could I, yeah. him like telling me that? I was just like, okay, like this can never happen again. Yeah, I was like, I never want to like feel like that again. And then, and and I and I played like for those like first like eight ten games when we had guys out. Um, so he he did trust me, but every single time like I was on the scout team, but he would always say like, hey, like I'm trusting you that you're paying attention to what wow. we're doing and that you can run whatever team's actions, but you know how we're gonna guard it at different positions.
0: That just goes to show. You know, people that that want to be leaders one day uh, and don't understand. You're not a leader by just having a position. You are a leader by how you intentionally choose to serve the people around you and impact them and make sure like everyone's needs are met. Uh, and you do it in different ways. Because think about it, Coach Donovan being the heck he doesn't owe you an explanation. He doesn't. Oh, yeah. none of us. He, doesn't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he does not have to do, like, outside of just being a coach, he doesn't have to have relationships with everyone. He's like, just do your job. Just do yep. your job. He could be like, but to take that time, because even think, if, if there's more time that goes between that, there's more that mentally, it, it happens to all of us. Right. Something goes not our way, then we start going down this rabbit hole of, you know, whatever it may be, and we just keep it, it exponentially grows. Right. And you know it's, it's it's human nature. It happens to us. Like we we just go to the extreme of how this is the worst thing, it's the worst thing ever. But then uh, the person that's leading us, making sure they're connected with us, seeing how we're doing, checking in, speaking life into us, encouragement, snaps it out of just like that. And yeah, it then, was like if it wasn't for it's the, it's, minutes, if it wasn't for that, yeah, right, yeah, it, like it, if he didn't
1: like say anything, like it would have been probably like the next day, it'd be like. I still right. been happy to be there and practice hard, but like I would have just would have been like, man, like I'm re- like he really doesn't think I can play, like yeah, and, and it, I, it like,
0: strengthened you, it strengthened 100%. you for and gave you that that scar tissue. Like if something were to happen, you you would be like, no, nah, like I'm good. I know that I I'm I'm supposed to be here. I belong here. I'm gonna play. Uh, like I'm gonna continue to work my butt off and make sure I'm reliable because. Right. That stuff can get in the way, slippage. As Coach Donovan, it, it can turn <laughs> into it can turn into slippage somewhere else down the road. But that that just goes to show, like you know, and I'm sure Coach McCall does a great job. It, yeah. And it's difficult. It's difficult when you're a head coach, especially you know, Coach Donovan and Coach White got families, right? Because you know, coach, coach, coach White got five kids, but you know, five <laughs> kids at home. You got fifteen kids in <laughs> fifteen kids in, in uh, that he's working with, works every single day. Uh, and it's tough to be able to make sure everyone is is getting the same amount of attention but the fact that you know being intentional and checking in on everybody on a continual basis that's what it takes to be that's what good leaders have they, yeah. they have to have that
1: yeah and it was like I felt so bad like, I was like I just like what was I doing for those like 20 minutes I can't believe like I did that so then it was just like from then on out it was just like no matter like what happens like I gotta like give it all and then yeah it happened where there's like times we got healthy so my playing time went down my junior year but like in practice or whatever it is like I got to be able ready to go no matter what it was and then we had a couple games like the Auburn game at home where it was and then like dude, I haven't Girl. played in, I haven't played probably like in a month but like he's because like every day I showed up and I was reliable I didn't kind of take a back seat like he put me in for like three four minutes or whatever it was like in like a in the second half of a meaningful game yeah, so that, that was
0: that game was crazy, bro. <laughs> that game was. It's crazy how when you're on top, everyone's bring. It, you, and you should know it. Everyone's bringing you their best shot. Right. And Auburn was like a bottom half of the of the, of the, the league that year, and the point guard shooting like seven percent from three. Like the big, like everyone, like no one on the team is like doing well. And then the point guard hits like four threes in the first half. Like I, I. So what happened? I remember uh, in warm-ups, I like strained my knee and I was just like, I was like, damn, man, am I gonna be able to play? Just didn't feel great. And Brad, Brad put a gallon of atomic heat on my leg. Bro, that hurt. That that atomic heat uh cream or whatever, yeah, that was worse than my knee pain. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? It was terrible. My leg was on fire. Um, and I just remember at halftime, Coach Donovan's like, Are you gonna play? Yeah. <laughs> if you're not gonna play, if you're not if you're not gonna play, I'll take you out. Because I had I think I had zero points and one rebound in the first half, just kind of babying my knee and just playing soft and yeah. you know not being impactful, trying to trying to feel feel myself out. And yeah, you know, that sec, I just was like, he challenged me, and I was just like, I was like, "F this, I'm going to go." Like I don't care, I'm pushing through this. And then you know, came on, came on to win that game. It was an awesome, awesome win. Awesome win, yeah. Mike Frazier getting that three. Me and I hit those free throws.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I cast out on those free throws. Um, Mike <laughs> Frazier knocked down. The three. It was so loud, man. That's why I love being able to name this podcast. The young and the rowdies giving homage to the rowdies right at the rest the house. I just love how. Loud they would get, bro! Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's a great place. Like the fact they want—they helped us to win that game against Auburn. For it sure. was so loud that the players couldn't see. Like one player is looking at the coach; one's ready to throw the ball in. Throws the ball in. Guys not looking goes out of bounds. We get the ball right back. Yeah. It was like a 6, six or seven-point swing. That uh, yeah. um, I mean, we deserved that game, but it was just incredible. Crazy. Do you have a favorite moment of that? You know, your junior year, my senior year?
1: Uh, so, obviously, I think when we go to the – obviously, going 18-0 was, was awesome. The win at Arkansas was unbelievable. That was a great win. Because I remember, like, a funny story about that one was, like, obviously, like, me and Dodo, like, I always try to, like, go at Dodo the whole time, not give him any – ever, like, whatever it was. <laughs> like, never, like, try to compliment or whatever it was in practice. I always try to go at him. I remember, like, we're going, and Scotty hits that shot to send it into overtime. And Dodo, I think, had, like, video game number. I think he had, like, 22 and, like, 15 or something that game. Like, he was unbelievable. And I remember, like, walking off the floor of, like, overtime. So, like, now they're coming to the huddle right after regulation. I remember, like, like dapping up Dodo and being, like, I can't believe I have to cheer for you for another five minutes. Let's go win this game so I can stop cheering for you. <laughs> 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 and it was just kind of like just the light in the mood like all right let's go get this and we ended up winning yeah. that was unbelievable and then you to this day him. i'm
0: sure you guys still give it give it to each other
1: all the time yeah i i love that kid he's amazing and obviously he's so good i'm so happy for all the success that he has with the mavericks it's unbelievable undrafted to starting it's unbelievable and then yeah beating kentucky to go 18-0 was awesome and then we beat him the sec tournament championship game you know, Scotty oh, diving on the floor, like that picture, like coming at our bench and you're just going crazy when that happened. Dude. That, that dude, feeling, what unbelievable.
0: What was so crazy about the way we won that game, do you remember it was the practice, uh, you know, every practice senior year, my senior, your junior year. The handoffs? We, we did the handoff drill. The stupid freaking handoff drill. <laughs> and, oh, we got tired of that. Uh, and then Coach Pell, like I think we, we got kicked out of practice and he's like, you know – all you guys have to do is come here for an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15, and just come with the right mindset, work your ass off, like lay the foundation down. Like you don't need to practice. You guys, like we had the terminology down. We had the cohesion. We weren't egotistical t- type team. And it was like, it's like you kind of need those moments, those reminders, because we start, I remember starting to see even before that, we started the season off after Georgia Tech. And uh, Coach had to get on us because we were like a little lax. Right. And yeah. We had a really, we had a really good defense the year before, and he was yeah. like, "I don't, he's like, I don't care what you guys did before. You got to lay the foundation right now." Yeah. For this season.
1: Yeah. So that that was like awesome, and then obviously, you know, we, we beat Dayton to go to the Final Four. That was yeah awesome. Obviously, because you know, three years in a row we're in this game. A couple of times, like I thought we were we were gonna win the game, and then we didn't, and then it was just yeah. like we did it we broke through and then i just remember being in the locker room with everybody in the plane ride home i was like this is this is amazing oh yeah and then
0: coming back coming back in the uh, the fans there at the airport yeah, uh, yeah. Was so pretty that, dope. it was it yeah. was awesome just that whole year man it was a uh, it was such a great time but yeah the fact the fact that kentucky did a dribble handoff in the same way in which we had been playing uh, practicing that whole season and to win that game and that was If, if Kentucky would have won uh, the tournament or the national championship, yeah, I would have. I would have a case. <laughs> 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 I, I would. Have, we had their number. Like we, like Julius Randall could could do nothing. I don't know. through that, James Young, whomever they had. We just knew exactly what to do, scouting report wise, to take away their strengths, and we didn't foul. And we took care and we took care of the ball. So, you know, you got a team that's making you have to earn it and you're not, you know, we're not fouling. You're getting one shot. We're getting the rebound. (laughs) We're 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 getting we're getting the rebound and then we're out. Um, but then okay. So this is where it gets like I guess a lot you didn't play for Coach White, right? I did not, no. You did not? Okay. So after going into your, your 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 senior year, you know, after we get off this euphoria. Uh, you know, how how was your offseason that year? You know, did you? I, I imagine you trained your butt off uh, with Preston, preparing like going to your last year, knowing you're going to have a much more significant role like you've heard It's your last year there. Like, what was that whole situation like your perspective?
1: So I, I try to keep doing what I've been doing the whole time. You know, like working out with Preston, just working out every day on the court, everything is pushed. I knew like just from being there so long and how many new guys we had that it was going to be different. Obviously, you know, you lose four starters, like it's going to be a different team. Um, So I knew like my role was going to be a little bit more, especially probably like early in the season, whatever it was. So obviously I was excited about it. I was looking forward to it, training hard. And then, I mean, we had a lot of talent on that roster. Um, Yeah. It just, I mean, I think we lost, I think like eight games by like, by two, like five points or less or something it was yeah so that I means so we think we went 16 and 17 so we were kind of we were right there in a lot of those games that so we weren't like a bad 16 17 team we were just a, a 16 17 team which is not great i'm not it's not good at all but we were we oh, were chris, chris chris wasn't helping out much sky go love him go <laughs> I love chris <laughs> Um, yeah, so we were, we were right there a lot. Um, yeah. So, obviously, that year, I mean, obviously, I got to play a lot, but I would have rather, like, not played and win a bunch of games if I could have picked right. two of them. Like, if I could have yeah. picked the experience of, like, going to another Elite Eight, Final Four, and, and not playing, like, I would have chose that over playing whatever it was, 18 minutes, 19, whatever it was, and then going 16 and 17.
0: Yeah, actually, Yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely a, you
1: know, tougher year. Uh,
0: but you know, just the privilege and opportunity to, for you and me both, uh, to to play at the University of Florida, to to play for Coach Donovan, Hall of Fame coach, to start, to
1: contribute,
0: to win, to for us to share those memories together, like it's, awesome, it's, it's so awesome, um, absolutely. So after what, how did, what's your path like? Did you know exactly what you were gonna do after you know? you know senior senior day you know season's over um i'm sure it was you know emotional because it's like that had been your life All and right. for me you know for the next last four years those relationships seeing those people every day the practices the, the camaraderie you know how did you feel knowing that had come to an end and, and like did you already know and how did it come to you going to chattanooga with coach mccall
1: So it's always – the end of the season is always, like, tough because it feels like you're going, 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 going so hard and then just bang, it just, like, stops. And all of a sudden, you're just like, okay, now what? You know what I mean? Like, you ever, like, had those days, like, oh, I don't have to go lift today. I don't have to practice. I don't – individuals, like like, – like, after, like, the second day, you're, like, worried that, like, you know, I'm missing something. Like, what am I – I skipped this or something. I'm getting in trouble for this. So after – yeah, so after, like, your senior year, my junior year, like, I – I graduated with my mechanical engineering degree. And then, so it's like, I have one more year to play. So I'm gonna come back, come back to school. So I did the, like the two year MSM program. So always the plan was to do two years. I was gonna graduate with my masters. So I was gonna play last year and then I'll see if I could do kind of like a GA opportunity to my second year, finish out the degree. And then whatever happens after that happens. But so after the season, my senior year, we get done playing. Coach Donovan says, like, hey, do you want to work in basketball? Like, would you be interested in working with uh Coach McCall? And I was like, Yeah, like I think yeah. that would, yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, you know, Coach McCall is awesome. You've been around for four years and all that. So the coach Donovan calls Coach McCall about it, like the opportunity. Does he have any positions open? And then um, a coach McCall uh texts me later, like, hey, I'm coming back into town, let's let's meet. And so then i he gets back in town after his press conference, after he got the job, and he says, like, hey, do you want to come work as the video coordinator at Chattanooga? I was like, let's do it. Like, yes, thank you. Like, please, like, thank you. And then so I went, and then I was just kind of always hoping that the, the rest of the school would kind of go online and be able to finish it, which I was able to do. But that was kind of how I got to, that's how the role at the Chattanooga ended up. So I got very fortunate that I was around a lot of good people at the right time.
0: Well, it was definitely uh, uh, more of a process. I know for the MSM program, because, <laughs> because, because I ended up, you know, I got my degree in the same thing, and uh, they were just telling me that they weren't let, they didn't have it online, right? For the yeah, that's what, that's what like, you know, I had to be in Gainesville, so yeah. it ended up taking more time for you than you would have liked. Uh, right, but still, a, still an awesome thing to be able to get that master's and paid for it? school, paid for it. Uh, no. Ah. Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, but you you know, you didn't, you had, of course you had experience with a little bit of video stuff, but it's like, you know, taking on that
1: lead, were, were you like the head
0: video coordinator?
1: Yeah. So I was the video coordinator at wow. Chattanooga. So obviously I've never done anything video, never done anything with it. So I'm just like trying to learn on the fly, just trying to learn everything. But I, I enjoy the process of like trying to learn something new, especially because it's with basketball. So it was a fun, fun experience. So we had a couple good years at Chattanooga. So it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a good time. Very fortunate and lucky that. What's the What's the city like? Chattanooga. Yeah. Amazing. One of the oh. a great place to live. So it, it's it was a great time. Um, so it's about like an hour and a half from Atlanta. Uh, so it was it was amazing. So very fortunate to have that time learning learned a bunch of stuff. Me and that was the first time ever like being on the, the coaching side of it. Yeah. Right. Like seeing all like what goes into it because you don't really like. I think you kind of, like, knew, but then you didn't really, like, know, know. Like, look how much, like, time and effort, like, goes into, like, making, like, right. a, a five-minute edit that we show the team that we think, oh, that was only five minutes, but that took, like, hours upon hours upon hours wow. to get to that point. So it gives you kind of, like, a different, like, appreciation and perspective on what what yeah. what take what it takes.
0: Take those out, because you got to find – you're looking for specific plays
1: right. or whatever yeah.
0: it may be throughout, your, you know – three or four or five games that you're yeah, you kind rip, of put. I mean,
1: yeah. So that was like part of it was like learning how to do all that. But then like learning like, okay, a, a lot goes into this. Like these are like these guys are work so hard for what they did. I and mean, then you kind of get a great appreciation for like the people that were coaching us at Florida that put in this much time to help us. Yeah. I think that was pretty did, cool. Did your mindset shift
0: you know now that you, you go from the playing side to the coaching side of like that still the still kind of I'm gonna work hard every day grateful put in the work contribute to winning. It's obviously not. It's just transition from like did it, the mindset change in the same way just as you carried on with uh with that new position. Of course you you're in an uncharted territory because it's new, <laughs> right? But uh, I try it, to it's just... new and uncomfortable. But but how was how is the mindset for uh, you translated?
1: Yeah, so I try to keep the same mindset of hard work. You just kind of had to channel the work through a different thing. So instead of like, you know, working on the weight room or whatever, it's like, okay, now I got to try to figure out how to do this video, like become good with computers, like whatever it was, like what's the process was thinking ahead of being organized of like what games are coming up, staying organized with that, helping the coaching staff kind of whatever they need. So kind of just channeling all that hard work into a way to help the team that had nothing to do with like playing in practice. Yeah. so that's kind of how what my mindset to it was.
0: So then Coach McCall gets the opportunity for UMass. Yeah. Was, it, was it, Did he just like offer take to come with me?
1: Yes, or? he said. Do you? Uh, he said, I got the UMass job. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, Absolutely! Like, Thank you. And so, I, I did, yeah, for sure, let's do it. And, and we, then you got there, and you're like, it
0: gets cold up here.
1: It does get cold. Winter is about to come here, but you got to get a good. A uh, good pair of gloves and a good jacket, and you're fine. So we'll, we'll be prepared for that. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. So very uh, fortunate, lucky being uh, around, surrounded by a lot of good people. So bro, you sent awesome. me
0: pictures. It looks like you need more. <laughs> I've seen that snow. Like, yeah, that's
1: always the worst. Hey, of me a picture of like. By the sun. way,
0: by the way, everyone, go Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Cute, go, yeah, Jake, Jake, and I are both Red Sox fans. And it's hilarious. Uh, I don't. I think maybe it was my senior year. He's like, I think you had a, a Sox shirt on. And I was like, oh, I'm a Red Sox fan. He's like, bro, you're not. I've never <laughs> seen you. Never seen a he's like, I am. I'm just like a closet Red Sox fan. But I was like, no, he's like, no, you're not. But I, like, I swear, I swear I am. I've been my whole life. I played Nintendo 64 and King Griffey Jr. and Nomar Garcia Parra. And that's when I fell in love with the Red Sox because Nomar always hit it out. <laughs> and then ever since then, and it was a, actually, it, it didn't help that the Rays were like abysmal for a while. So and the Florida Marlins were also and still are not very great. Um, so that's why it was pretty easy for me to stick with the Red Sox. So yeah. and yeah, we're we we we're gonna we're going we're going all the way, we're going all the way. <laughs> but Jake, I uh, wanted to ask you, you know, now that you you're going into your fifth year. Um, and now you have such uh, you know a good amount of experience and credibility credibility in the basketball world. You know what is the dream for you? Because not that you you fell into these great great opportunities, but the way in which you carried yourself is no surprise that these things you know happen and they continued on. Because it, it, there's one thing for you to get your foot in the door, and then like you said. Thanks, Jack. Good time. Appreciate it. We don't want you to come back next year. It didn't work out. But because of your character consistency through that, these doors continue to open. If there was, like, one thing, do you want to be a head coach one day? Do you want, like, what? what's the, you know, the vision, dream, hope, in the future for you?
1: Yeah, that would be a dream to be a head coach one day. Um, But I think just kind of the process of, you know, just trying to, like, show up every day, work hard, carry yourself the right way, and kind of see what happens with that. But obviously, yes, the goal – Dream is to be a head coach someday, so that's what i like to do. But obviously, it's a long way. I got to get a lot better yeah. working at it.
0: Yeah, we all need to get a lot better. But you know, I think um, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, seeing seeing, especially looking at like Darren Hurts or looking at Coach McCall, who, who you're, you're working with, his process of getting to get into the right. position, and then uh, Darren Hurts to, to getting a, an assistant uh, coaching position, and then one day, who knows? He may. You know, it's it's not out of the cards, but it just shows like continuing to treat people with kindness, respect, showing up every day, listening, working your butt off. It's a process. It's, it's, you, know, you don't want to say long suffering, but a journey to wherever the goal is, take steps, take the process. And you got to, are you, is, is today, and you, you know, look back and reflect today, did I take a step forward to that, to where I want to go? Or did I just stand still? Or right. did I take a step backwards? Did I take a step off the path? Um, and just want to encourage you, man, just keep, keep taking steps on the path. And I'm super excited for you guys this year.
1: Appreciate um, it.
0: Pretty crazy. You're in your fifth year over there at UMass now.
1: Yeah, time um, goes I can't, that.
0: I can't believe you have a short sleeve shirt on. I've, I've only ever seen you with a short sleeve shirt on. Are you UMass?
1: And then, uh, real quick, lastly, what is your favorite Coach Donovan story? Like your, sure personal, you Donovan. your personal story.
0: Oh man, you put me on the spot. Do you, do you have one ready?
1: I yeah. So I have mine that I always like think about. That I always think it's, like a pretty like funny moment. There was just kind of like a personal thing with just like me and Coach Coach Donovan.
0: Well, can you give that? You got to give it to us now, and it might it might stir something. Yeah, on I just it, wanted in, in to flip the script
1: and interview you. So, <laughs> so we're so you know like in timeouts, you know how like sometimes like the TV timeouts they get like pretty long. So like the coaches, I like, can't talk for like three minutes straight. So like, they kind of get to that lull of like, okay, I've already said what I need to say, but like that, that horn like, hasn't gone off. You know what I'm talking about? Where yeah. said, like, so they already like gone over everything they need to go. So now you're just kind of like looking around, just like, all right, is The horn going to go off now so we can get back to playing. And so like coach Diamond's like looking at like the, the stat sheet, and I had like a couple like early turnovers and like one was my fault. But then the other, a couple other ones was like, somebody just like dropped the ball. And so like, obviously and I get, get I get the turnover. So like coach Diamond looks at me. It's just like, so he's already did his whole team deal. We're just waiting for the horn off. He looks at me and he goes, did you grow up liking this, these guys? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you must have like posters of them on your wall, huh? I was like, coach, what are you talking about? I like, he's like, that's the only reason why I keep I think that you keep throwing the ball. And I just started like laughing. <laughs> Cause you know, like his like sense of humor. Oh, he's like, that's the like that's the only thing I can think. You keep throwing the ball. Like that's you must have been a big fans of him growing up. And I was just like, but that was like his way of being like, you know how he is, like he's so good at giving anybody like what he needs or what they need at what time, like know how to push everyone's buttons, no matter who it is. He's so good. He was just He's like, that was his way of saying that like, hey, go play, like you belong out there, like let's go. And I just remember just looking at him just like laughing, just like, did he really just say that? But he's like, he did, it was amazing. So I was wondering if you had, I'm sure you had like many more like moments like that.
0: I'm trying to think, I mean, there's a few, man, of course. Uh, (laughs) I remember coming in after my 21st birthday. (laughs) Jake. I
1: couldn't stretch. I was yeah, so was, hungover. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a day. Oh my god!
0: I couldn't. I was. I just remember being in like because uh, we always did our stretches in like rows of four by four, something like that, on on half yeah. court, and our strength yeah. coach would lead us. I was on the right side, uh, looking looking at we're looking at half court, yeah, and um, I just remember. Like, I couldn't could put my head down and just do like a hamstring stretch. And I'm like, how am I going to make it through practice today? I'm like, I'm dying. I am dying. I am dying. That's all I was thinking in <laughs> the whole practice. And then I just remember Coach Donovan cut his sword. I guess, you know, if he couldn't smell me, he could obviously see that I wasn't myself. And he's like, we're uh, going to cut practice today, short, Right, Big Pat? <laughs> <laughs> There's that little laugh. Like, yeah. get, get some rest, big fat. I think you need it. Yeah, good time. Uh, he def- he would. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, me and Will, we'd be we'd be a little moody sometimes, and uh, you know, Will and I were always attached at the hip. Right. And um, we would come into practice uh, at the same time, and he's like. Should I I call you you guys uh, Mr. and Mrs. Young or Mr. and Mrs. (laughs) Aguette? And his his, his laugh was always just like... On point. Yeah, if he thinks it's funny, my girlfriend, she always says, if I think it's funny, I don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Which is what Coach Donovan thought. I mean, and then Coach Pell. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Coach Pell. What a guy. Love him. Love Love him him to death. But it just... Poor Dylan. First off, poor Dylan Graham. <laughs> Dylan got it from Coach Coach Pell. He 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 gave it. He got it. Uh, but I I just remember uh, uh, Coach Pell, man, He he just like he loved. He's so passionate about the game, and
1: fun just animals. like
0: love. Fundamental. Oh man, he just like the things that he would say. Just like those quirky Pell, Pellisms that we would say. That we would say. It was just
1: humble, like like what did you just say, Coach? It would make sense to him. Um, he, he's but, amazing. He's so good. And then obviously, like obviously, he's got his jersey up in the rafters at Kentucky. So very fortunate, like he was able to coach us and pour Yeah, he's, he's absolutely a, so so grateful to be around all those guys.
0: He he was he would scream at us for defense. and was like, Coach Pell, you couldn't play defense. You were a scorer. <laughs> you, could, you could score the hell out of the ball. You couldn't. You weren't on the white line. Back in the day, you weren't diving on the floor. You were <laughs> you were taking charges. You might have been taking charges. Everyone took charges. But Jake, man, I want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, I hope to see you sometime in the future. I don't think I've seen you
1: yeah, it's physically.
0: So the last time that we've seen each other physically, been, uh was it your senior year? I no, know. I don't even know if I was there. I don't think I came to a game. I was overseas.
1: Yeah, so it, yeah, it's been a while.
0: I definitely didn't come out of Chattanooga. <laughs> that didn't happen.
1: But it's uh, it was oh man, good to catch up. Good to talk. you we guys have any? Do you have any SEC games this year? Uh, any SEC teams? No, we don't play any SEC teams this year. Okay. Okay. Well,
0: I'm I'm super excited for you guys. Uh, tell Coach McCall, I said, "What's up? Uh, have a great season." Have a great, great season. Stay encouraged. Continue to put that same mindset on every day. And uh, shoot, man. Yeah, I'll catch you later. Thank you so All much right. for your time, brother.
1: Appreciate you having me on, man.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so much. That was the one and only Jacob Kurtz. The one and only Jacob Snake. My guy, he had such an awesome story. Uh, coming, coming at Florida, not knowing what to expect. Thankful for the connections he had to, to step into the door and just start watching practice. And then that resulted in him becoming a manager and then walking on and having a significant role as a, a, a member of, of our, of our uh, Final Four team in 2013-14. Um, as you heard, you know, we were banged up earlier in that year and he played with us. And then also he finished his career at Florida and then now he's on to bigger and better things through that Billy Donovan umbrella. Uh, please share this episode. And, and just like Jake did with his story, Continue to lay the foundation every single day of taking a step towards your goals, and ultimately, even if you don't see where that next step is, it's free to be kind. It's free to just working hard, and just putting those steps in daily, staying encouraged, staying positive. Whatever watching, um, you never know what doors are right around the corner to be open. Uh, but that's enough of these guys. I can't wait to catch you guys next week. This is the young and the rowdy. Stay tuned, everyone, for the next week's episode, and stay right.